It's easy to be average. You know it as well as I know it. It takes a little something to be special, Don. It takes a little something special to be a great player. We don't have enough great players. To hell with that! We don't want to coach average. I don't want to be around you. Why be around average? Proud of our young people in the classroom, in the community, and most especially in 310 days in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Number one, the team that hits the hardest and the longest, the team that starts the fastest, and the team is too damn smart to make mistakes. If you take it to them, if you don't make mistakes, and you keep taking it to them, hell, there's no question who win. Buckeye Podcast, by fans, for the fans, where they hate that team up north as much as you do. It's time for the OHIO Podcast. OH! I-O! Welcome back to the OHIO Podcast, everybody. That happy face over there is the wild man, Chris Wilds. That happy face down there is Sergeant MVP, Aaron Brown. And this happy face is Buckeye Boggs. And we are doing the OHIO podcast tonight live two days after a 14-3 loss in the Cotton Bowl. Yay! How exciting. Oh, look at the look at the <laughs> Chris, look at your face. <laughs> right off the bat, man. Has anyone sedated the wild man prior to this show? No, Jay, nobody sedated me. I should have been sedated. Uh, trust me. Uh, you know, you and I have talked, uh, chatted a lot this week, Jay, and uh, no, the anger's just gotten worse. <laughs> Larry Daniels, hello. I'm back on back in the in the Florida. Go Bucks. Will Howard. He's already calling for Will Howard out of the out of the portal. Hey, it's our buddy Eric Osbeck. He's in the house tonight. Why are there no inspirational quotes from Day? Because he does not inspire. <laughs> oh man, Eric, I read your uh, I read your uh, comment from Facebook on my on our last video that we did. Um, we are the official OHIO. We are the official Ohio State podcast of fansided scarletandgame.com head over to scarletandgame.com check out great articles by myself and other great writers if you want to keep up to date on all of your ohio state comings and goings and guys there's a lot of comings and goings we've had two more people jump in the portal we've had one guy commit to the uh, nfl draft already uh, that probably should have come back based off of the season he had so there's a lot going on tonight but guys We've got to jump into it, man. We got to get, we got to just go right for it, right off the bat. The Cotton Bowl. What the heck happened? Get your initial reactions. Get the reactions from the from the chat tonight. Donald Hoffer's in. Can we just start with the fact Northwestern won their bowl game when we thought they were going to be dead at the beginning of the season? Yeah. You ain't kidding, Donald. No, we Chris and I thought maybe one or two wins tops. They went all the way to the to a bowl game and uh, won that bowl game. 
Music for me, 007. The only real question about the game, which caused all the other dysfunction, is why did they change up the offensive line? We're going to talk about that, actually. Uh, We might get into that a little bit. If we don't get into the show, we will talk about why in the world Carson Hensman did not start in this game. There's been some some rumors and some reports going back and forth, so we'll figure that out um, and uh, get back to you guys on that. But uh, I'm not afraid to talk about rumors. Nick Quince in the house. What up, guys? Do you think we were not prepared fully or not motivated? What's your opinion? How about both? In certain rooms, certain position groups were not ready to play. I have no idea where Aaron went. I think he was so mad he just vanished. There he is. He, he ran guys. off to vomit. He saw it yeah. in the game. <laughs> <laughs> that Amish internet again. Yeah. All right, Chris. You're up first, man. Your initial thoughts on the 14-3 loss to Mizzou in the Cotton Bowl. I'm 50 years old. I have watched Ohio State football for the better part of 40 years. This was the most disgusting performance I have ever seen. This team was not prepared. And and don't give me the crap about it being a second and third string quarterback. Uh, Brown's been in the system for two years. Lincoln for a, a, a season. They had a full month of preparation time. And we go out and go 10 for 24 for 106 yards. Are you kidding me? That tells me right there the quarterback room was not prepared. The offensive play calling was horrid. Absolutely awful. Uh, You know, we changed up the line. That screwed up our running game. There is, And then we became complacent and predictable in the play calling. And we knew what they knew what we were going to do. They were throwing seven, eight, nine guys up there in the box and just, you know, they weren't even worried about guarding the pass. This was just awful football. It was, it was a mess. I, I will say this, the defense looked good. The defense, I will come to the defense of the defense giving up the 14 points because they spent so much time on that field because of three and outs that they were just gassed at the end of the game. There, there was nothing wrong with the way they played. The defense came out with intensity. They were hitting people. They were hitting them hard. Sawyer had the game of his life. Uh, you know, Denzel Burke looked awesome. Definitely boosted his draft stock. Uh, Josh Proctor, man, he was hitting anything that moved. Uh, it, they looked great. Uh, but the offense was a joke. And I think this just goes more back to, to, to Ryan Day. The lack of preparation, the lack of discipline, uh, the lack of creativity. Uh, you know, we have an offensive line coach that needs to go. We have – we need an offensive coordinator in there calling plays. Ryan Day's play calling ability, I don't know whether it was magic when he was in the booth and, and it went to hell or what, but, you know, he cannot handle the head coaching duties and the play calling at this point. That is clear. So there's got to be major changes. And and honestly, in my opinion, the first one is that Ryan Day needs to go. I've said it from the beginning, and I'm going to stay with it. And I know I'm going to get a lot of feedback uh, from that, but you know what? He just is not an elite coach. He's just not. 
We talked about it before this game. He has no killer instinct. Uh, I, I I don't know. I, I, I could go on for the entire hour like this. I'm going to cede my time to Aaron. Aaron, what do you got? I don't even know where to start. I, I can tell you none of my issue is aimed at the defense. They did their job. They yeah. did their job. Special teams, joke, offense. You know, and it, it's. I know you told me not to touch on this, so I won't get specific, Eric. But when you have coaches whose interests are expressed physically elsewhere, that's a problem. I don't care who he's related to. We'll talk about that in another video later this week. That's a problem. He needs to go. Justin Fry needs to go. I'm not going to say day right now. I'm going to. I'm open to one more season. One more, and then he's gone. I don't care if he's only lost seven or eight games in four or five years. It's the Big Ten, all right? Let's face it. It's not the SEC. I think it's time that we just accept that. Um, and we, and we're, it's, that's just, it is what it is. Uh, Ryan Day is not a killer. <clears throat> Urban Meyer was too much of a killer. There was no balance with Urban. But, you know, you think about football, it, it's similar to war. Your brothers, you you bond, you fight for each other. I didn't really see that. Yeah, Not I didn't on the see brotherhood. Side of the ball, I didn't see that. Um, and yeah, Chris, the lack of preparation in the quarterback room was disgusting. The play calling was disgusting. Um, offensive line. Uh, and again, that'll be addressed in a video another day, I think. Uh, maybe tonight, depends on how Eric wants to go with this uh, specific thing. But uh, the reason behind the center not playing is not what Ryan Day said. So, you know, and I, I understand he has to protect certain aspects of what he's doing. But, you know, if you're going to just just tell the truth, man. Just tell the truth. Quit lying about stuff. It, it, it just I'm disgusted from the top down with this program right now. And I, I know what the rest of the country is probably thinking, well, how could you be upset at 11 and two? Well, we accomplished nothing. We beat up the big 10 as usual. Okay, cool. That's whatever. We're glorified Mac at this point. Northwestern did their job shockingly. Um, but we did not. I don't know that Michigan's going to, um, Maryland beat up Auburn, but they lost to New Mexico State. I can't even give credit to that. I mean, way to go. You won your worthless bowl game. And I don't mean to drag on here, but I'm just – I'm disgusted. That's that's the word of the day for me. Missouri showed heart. They showed desire. They wanted to be there. They looked at Ohio State as a stepping stone. And Ohio State, I don't know how they looked at that game. There was all this talk about going out the right way for the seniors, all the people who were opting in to play, and going out there and rallying around Devin Brown. Burn the boats, baby, right? And I can't throw this on Devin Brown, Chris. He can't stay healthy. No, no, he can't. He can't stay healthy. He's just not, yeah. He's weak-bodied. Tiny heart. Um, too much. The offensive line played how Chris and I saw in spring. That's what we saw. 
it was you have two seconds or less to what get rid of the football. They weren't blocking anybody. I mean, nobody. There is a clip out there where Missouri rushes four. We've got five guys in the tight end on the line, and all four aren't even touched. I don't understand how you can go and block air consistently over and over again. They basically pinned their ears back defensively and said, see that freshman quarterback? He's scared to death. Go kill him. And the offensive line, instead of stepping up, literally said, we're out, man. I don't know what to do. Olay. Josh Simmons threw more lookout blocks than than contact blocks. When he wasn't when he wasn't missing a block, he was committing a penalty. We told and you that all that was our big that was our big line get out of the portal last year, guys. We told you all at the beginning of the year that this offensive line was going to get somebody killed. That's what we were that 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 display on the offensive line in the Cotton Bowl was what Chris and I saw in the spring and what I saw at the beginning of fall practice was no ability to read your keys, understand the guy to the right or left of you, what their responsibility would be in case of a blitz. And it was like they weren't prepared. I don't know what they were doing. I really, I mean, I sit there and think to myself, what what are we running offensively on the offensive line? I don't, I honestly don't know that they know how to block. Eric, do you Our, remember the one good run play we had in that game? The big move by Travion? We the, had the, what, six offensive linemen and a defensive lineman in there blocking. Jumbo package, yeah. Yeah, that was the only play of significance was that 20-yard play, really. This is a great comment. Demetrius Evans, our offensive line looked like Colorado's offensive line. The difference is we have four- and five-star talent. Colorado does not. That is true. That is true. Great point. Donovan Jackson was a five-star, guys. Yeah. Um, Simmons probably was a high three. Uh, Matthew Jones was a high four-star, right? Um, Enoch Vamahi was a was a borderline five-star offensive lineman when he came out. He's been in the program four years and has had zero development. He's regressed. Yes. Whatever we're doing on the offensive line is not working. It's well, we're we're a, we're a zone blocking scheme. Stop it. Just stop it. Well, that's the offense we run. Well, then it's not working is what I'm telling you. Unless you have the the guys to run that offense, it is not working. And Ryan Day has got to figure that out. He's got to figure that out. He's got one year left to figure it out, guys, as we're going to get into in the second part of the show. There are donors who are fed up, and donors are what run your program financially. When it comes to recruiting, coaches' salaries, etc., if you don't have donors, you don't have a top ten program. And there are donors who are fed up. All right, I'm getting behind on the chat. 
let's go ahead and jump into the next part of this, guys. Letter grades. Now let's do let's be positive first. Let's do defense. <laughs> Defensive letter grade. I'm going with an A on the defense. I understand that they gave up two 90-plus yard drives, but dude, they were gassed. And and Missouri did something very, very smart. They went to the hurry up. No, uh, uh, they didn't uh, uh, send anybody in or out of the game, and they forced Ohio State to keep all four defensive linemen on that field for almost the whole drives, and they were gassed. Very smart move on their part. I'm going A on the on the uh, defense, Chris. I want I want A minus. Uh, I thought the defense played very well. I did ding them slightly for the two the two uh, touchdowns given up, but like you said, they were gassed. I can't clear conscience give them a complete A because of that. But you know what? They played their butts off. Those guys, the the defense did everything right for three and a half quarters. They just ran out of gas at the end. Uh, Jim Knowles, great, great game, uh, calling the game. The intensity was there. The players were engaged, which was something I did not see on the other side of the ball. And, and I love the fact that we finally saw a Jack Sawyer sighting. Given what we saw out of this team uh, in that bowl game, guys, that's probably the last time or, or the first time in the last time we're going to see a Jack Sawyer signing because – I think we're going to have a mass exodus from this program. Anybody who, uh, anybody who had a shot in the NFL, is going to go to the draft right now. And, and I think that's very sad because I think this is a team that if we would have had these guys come back, was a contender next year with Aaron Olin. Um, but you know what? I don't see them sticking it out. Not. And the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and getting the same result. They're not going to stick around for the same result again next year. What letter grade did you give us, bud? I, I, I catch it for the D, Chris. A minus. A minus. Aaron. I'm going to give them an A, and that's just because it, the same. It was the same script as Michigan, uh, just no points involved. <coughs> they got hung out to dry, but I'm going to give them an A. They did their part. I did not know this, Mark. If that's true, we never changed the snap count. Yeah. Well, we didn't oh think that's true. That is true, and I'll tell you why. Keenholz was not prepared. He he he's not advanced enough, developed enough to do on two or on three or any of that. And, and I don't want to hijack the show here, Eric. But Aaron, as a former coach, let me just ask you: You've got a month of preparation time before the bowl game. You've had this kid in your locker room for a year. How is it that he is this far behind? Well, I'll tell you, most of the year he was a third string. When you're third string, you're the scout team. So he knows more about the other team than he does. I want to – I hate that. Why in the world – why in the world is your third string on scout team when you got Tristan Gibbia over here? What's he doing? No, I agree. I'm not. What's he, if 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 that's your scout team quarterback, shouldn't Gibby up coming the game? And I'll tell you I what, am. I think Gibby gave us a chance to actually get some points. Well, he was he wasn't third on the depth chart. I don't care who's on the depth chart. No, it, it's it has less to do with that than you think. Gibby is a stand there and throw it 
he has no other. But, no, Gebby has got some, some feet. He can be. He moved, moved around in the spring game. He was all over the place. Okay, well, the way. That- I'm just telling you, Aaron, right now, this is a complete failure on the coaching staff to have Absolutely. someone ready. When when Kyle McCord went in the portal, and if you're going to go with Keenholes as your backup, he better be ready in case of this very thing happening. And Ryan Day's excuse about, well, we went to, a, we had to go to our third string quarterback. He's not your third string quarterback anymore. He's second. What I'm Here's your second string quarterback. I got to yeah. finish my thought, guys. Hang on. Sorry. Jesus. <laughs> wow. Biting <coughs> my head off. I didn't even finish saying what I needed to say. Daggone. Yeah. All of what you just said. I agree. And that's where I was going with this. <laughs> I don't agree with what Ryan Day did, like with what took place. They can't hear me for some reason. Let's see. Uh, you, you, we can hear you just fine. Okay, it was in the uh, the comments section. My mic's all the way up, buddy. I, I don't know what else to do. It's the Amish internet again. Uh, that's all I know. But anyway, yeah, at, at, at that point with 30 days to go to the bowl game, Keenholes is your second string. They knew right after Michigan that McCord was gone within, what, a week? Yeah. So, yeah, with that, Keenholes is now number two. You have to prepare him for that. And I, I everything you guys just yelled at me about, I 100% agree with. It was a failure on the coaches, big time, all of them. <laughs> yeah, talk about sedation, buddy. Jeez, Louise, your face got as red as your sweater. I, you got to breathe when you're yelling at me, okay? <laughs> Did I just have my John Kennedy moment? Is that what just happened? Yeah, I think you is that, like maybe one show of his a week. <laughs> someone, someone's going to cut that up and make that into some kind of crazy video where some some buck nut goes crazy, right? Dylan Kuhn, welcome to football sadness, my guys. <laughs> you know, Dylan, as bad it's, as it is, we're still not Purdue. That's a fact. Yeah, eleven and two, <laughs> eleven and two. Um, it's it's getting old. All right, we'll get there. Offensive letter grade. I went F. How I'm, do you do anything else? It's an F. Uh, I'm going to go with a G. I was going to say, if I could give them a zero, it's still an F. Because Can I give they a zero? stunk. 106 yards, 97 yards rushing. And 20 of that came on one play. Okay. Can we, you know, maybe next time this happens, which I hope there's not. But if there is, can the defense just play both sides? Can we make that happen? Yeah, you know what? They might have done better. They had a whole hell of a lot more heart showing out there than what we saw out of the offense. That's my. That's what I'm saying. Xavier Johnson should have played quarterback. He gave us a better chance than anybody in the quarterback room. I'll tell you, Mekig Buka had a pretty good throw there too. He did. Not bad. <laughs> Z Z minus. <laughs> I like you, Demetrius. You need to come to the show more often, man. This is good stuff from you. Uh, oh, stop it, Jay. Eric might be on suicide watch right now if he was a Purdue fan, Dylan. <laughs> That'd be all of us, Jay. Uh, that's not going to happen, guys. I, I'm, I'm going to be the same passionate Buckeye fan tomorrow as I am right now as I was back in 1996 when we won the, won the Rose Bowl. Um, nothing... 
<laughs> Nothing will ever change for me. <laughs> read Dylan. Dylan, you put that one up. All right. Go ahead. 11 and 2, we're throwing a parade. 11 and 2, and we're signing Walters to a lifetime contract. 11 and 2, and I'd be incredibly happy. And you know what, Dylan? That's the difference between Ohio State and between Purdue. However, You're to be average. We're not. However, Purdue basketball is Ohio State football. You go on Purdue Twitter, and they they are like us when it comes to football. And we are like them when it comes to basketball. We're kind of like, oh, we won? Wow, cool. Um, Mark Swick says incomplete is his defensive letter grade. That's the best grade to give because, yeah, there was nothing good about that. Uh, Xavier Johnson and Kate Stover was the only players who showed any heart of of, of offense. Yeah, Kate Stover yelling at the offensive line in the huddle on the timeout when we, they went backwards on the goal line two plays yeah. in a row. I mean, that's that was that dude's last game as a Buckeye with a bum knee, <laughs> and he's trying to do his very darndest. And the offensive line was just giving giving them nothing. Um, all right. <clears throat> Big Mac Mary. Big appearance. Mac Mary. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She'll I be love the float. It. She won't be on a float. She is the float. I will. <laughs> However, <laughs> lovely singing, voice. lovely sweet singing voice from Big Mac Mary. Yes, oh, absolutely. Oh gosh! If you guys have any, I had you guys don't know what we're talking about. Go back and watch our live show when after we played Purdue, and you'll hear the story about Big Mac Mary and us three trying to squeeze in to little seats like this at Purdue's field. Um, You're still in my seat, lady. <laughs> Aaron, you want like to comment eat. because you you gave us all a dirty look when Eric said we're fat. You're looking at us like. Yeah, I gave you, you a dirty look because I had to stand like this for four hours. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I was like trying to see the game. Couldn't could've see anything. Could have thrown you up there on Eric's shoulders. It'd have been all right. Yeah, when they do the Simba thing in the stadium, they just hold <laughs> me up. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, uh, it's <laughs> <laughs> all right. <clears throat> the. <laughs> Oh, the offensive player of the game, Chris. No, I won't do it. I refuse to give out an offensive player of the game. Uh, they no. just sucked. It's that simple. They sucked. I refuse to give out an off. I, if I was going to give Dave, it be Xavier, but I refuse to give out an award. Right, Xavier, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> I know. I said you, I refuse to You give said award. it. You said it. I said if you make me give one out, it would be Xavier. But no, they don't. Nobody deserves one. Aaron, Cade Stover for yelling at people. <laughs> Cade Stover gets it for yelling at people, but we catch crap for yelling at him, Aaron or Eric. I mean, I I, I could yell back. I, I'm going to go with Mecca Buka, <laughs> just because that beautiful pass. He yeah. did nothing. He caught two comeback route passes and then threw an incomplete. But then again, catching Kate anything that those two yahoos either. were thrown was a, an adventure in and of itself, though. Yeah, that's fair. All right, uh, defensive player of the game, Jack Sawyer. Oh yeah, I'm with you. Yes, no doubt about it, Jack Sawyer. Oh, the offensive play of the game. I got one. I any one, any one of the punts. I would say Mirko's big punt that flipped the field. 
Yep. We'll just go with that. Okay. Even though it's not really an offensive play. <laughs> Our best offensive player is in the transfer portal, Eric. Right, well, from that game, yeah. Your defensive player hit of the game, Chris. There was actually some good ones there. Um, I'll tell you what. Just give me any one of Jack Sawyer's four sacks. Or three sacks, rather. Any one of them works for me. <laughs> okay. Aaron. It was just good to see him perform. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the any of the sacks for Jack Sawyer. I don't actually. You know what? There was one, and I. It's the last game of the year. I'm going to do it. Two. Denzel Burke too. JTT. Nope. JTT and Jack Sawyer. Uh, when they sandwich sacked, what's his nuts? Uh, the, the yeah. quarterback. I thought that was a great hit. They both got to him. He got well, to that, that hit that Denzel Burke laid out there. Uh, he brought the lumber looking like Denzel Ward. Yeah. Yeah, he had a good hit, too. Didn't – I'm trying to remember at the beginning of the game, because I haven't watched it. I didn't watch, rewatch it, obviously. But didn't – didn't we have a big hit from one of the safeties? Josh Proctor. Yeah, Josh Proctor. Didn't Proctor have a huge hit? Proctor had three or four, and then he, he got called for a bad penalty on one. Yeah, I'm just going to give it to Proctor just because I feel like he needs a Buckeye leave for a big hit here. Um, you know, last last play of the game. Um, <clears throat> gosh, Demetrius, can we give an offensive player getting to the Mizzou player? I'd hate to waste my vote like I will like I was upcoming election if a certain person is disqualified. <laughs> Getting political we on the show. Get him on the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh Cody Simon uh for a big hit on the quarterback says Cody Doozy. A solid game. He played well. He played well. Uh music for me. Noah Rogers hit on the portal. I thought it was uh, Bryson Rogers. Bryson Rogers. Rogers. Bryson yeah. Rogers. Yeah, yeah, Bryson Rogers. I thought he was making his making a statement that Bryson Rogers had a big hit because he went to the portal, but no, no. he was saying Bryson. Ro- unless Noah Rogers literally just left and got it went to the portal while we're yeah. recording this. Yeah, I was gonna say I haven't seen anything about Noah Rogers. Just I gotta go check real fast. I'm checking because, right now. Uh, I don't see it on Eleven Warriors which is usually the first one to report something like that. Um, Bryson Rogers. Bryson Rogers is what they have. Yep. Not seen Noah yet. Uh, actually, there's something. On three has it. No, it's both. On, oh, on, no. On three says Noah Rogers entered the portal. Fantastic. Now, Heartline can't even keep him here. That's that's real bad. You know what? Heartline's problem is he's just got too daggone much talent. In the in the room, that, not is. now, not I now. Yeah, I was gonna say I can't really. I don't know. It's not this his fault is, that he can't keep. Guys, it it stinks that we lost him, but wide receiver is the last position I'm worried about right now. That's tra- uh, That's that's that is true. Nineteen players from this team in the portal went yeah, to the portal. About Seventeen so far. It's gonna no get worse, guys. It's gonna get worse. Before it gets any better. 
Well, gives us stuff to talk about, I guess. Content is king, right? Um, by the way, just so you guys know, before we go to commercial break and then we get into the good juicy stuff after this, we are we are streaming on four different platforms at this moment. YouTube, obviously, Facebook, Rumble, and now X, Twitter. We are streaming live on Twitter at this Ooh. very moment. Yes. And I want to remind, remind all of you to go ahead and give us a five-star uh, ranking thumbs up, five-star thumbs up, all of that good stuff for us. Uh, let us know when you do that uh, in the comments. Say, hey, gotcha. Give you your thumbs up. It really does help the show. Our numbers for the last month of December have been through the roof, and we appreciate each and every single one of you for doing that. We're so close to getting to 850, and two weeks ago when we were recording, we were saying we're so close to getting to 700, and since then, we're, we're, we're really close to getting 850 now. So if you haven't already, please subscribe to the channel. We really do appreciate that. It really does help us out. All right, let me find our commercial here. We're going to take a quick commercial break. Be right back with you. The OHIO podcast is brought to you by Mastermind. Mastermind specializes in 360-degree high-definition mobile video mapping, GIS integration, and traffic safety studies. Mastermind cares about traffic safety and keeping you safe on the roadway. Visit Mastermind at OnlineMastermind.com. All right, we are back. I've been playing around with some of these new uh, tools uh, here on uh, um, EVMUX, and I want to try this out real fast to see if this will work here. Let's see if this will... are we why are we having those it's it's the new year happy new year thank goodness <laughs> <laughs> yeah certainly the last one sucked so I'm let's another, move on to the new one i'm another year closer to not having to pay student loans do you know why because i'm another year closer to dying <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, that was right gonna there. be that was gonna be my guess too uh, <laughs> all right guys let's dive into some juicy stuff here man all right this is the conversation that needs to be had are we living in the 1990s all over again back to the future back to the 1990s you all saw the the graphical we put out with the two spider-man pointing at each other and one had the face of john cooper and the other one had the face of ryan day put your thoughts in the comments uh below are we living in the 1990s again is ryan day cooper 2.0 chris yeah yeah you know i don't know what at this point i don't know what that might not be an insult to john cooper I really feel that Ryan Day is taking this program right down the toilet. Everything that Tress built up, everything that Urban Meyer built up, I feel is being flushed right now by Ryan Day. Uh, he Now, first of all, let me get this out of the way because a lot of people came at me about saying that I was blinded by my hatred for Ryan Day. I do not hate Ryan Day. No one wanted Ryan Day to succeed more than I did. Uh, I wanted so much for him to be the next Woody Hayes, the next Urban Meyer, the next Jim Trestle, the next great coach of, of the Buckeyes. I wanted that. I think Ryan Day is a heck of a, a nice guy. I think he is a sub 
subpar coach. I think he is a great coordinator. Some people are meant to be coordinators. Others are meant to be head coaches. I think he is a great offensive coordinator and possibly the worst head coach I've ever seen. To get, throw the record out the window. He's got 56 wins beaten up on the trash of the Big Ten, beaten up on Western Kentucky and Akron and Youngstown State. But when it comes time to play a real game, <laughs> the, the guy has an 8-6 and six record against top 10 teams. The guy has a 2-5 and five record against top 5 teams. He's 1-3 against the idiot up north. I mean, yeah, th- this is Cooper all over again, only worse. Because this guy has all the talent in the world in that locker room at his disposal, and he just doesn't know what the hell to do with it. Mm-hmm. Let me answer this question real fast before we continue with this conversation. Northland Farmer, great name. Love the name there. Where does the millions of dollars go from TV contracts and revenue from the football program? Why are donors needed? That's what runs all the other Olympic sports programs at Ohio State, as well as all the employees at Ohio State who are a part of the athletic department and athletic programs, including coaches, assistant coaches, trainers, athletic trainers, weight training uh, personnel, cooks, chefs, barbers. Yeah, they have full-time barbers on staff uh, for these athletes, Um, masseuses, um, electricians, maintenance men, um, people who clean up the place afterwards there the athletic department at ohio state is one of the largest companies in the state of ohio as far as the number of people they employ so the millions of dollars are already spent before they're ever made when you look at a budget hey eric does it go to comfort concert tickets as well that was just low that was just that was just low. Um, no, it should not. Um, <clears throat> let me also answer this one, uh, Larry Daniels. Seriously, Coop never went eleven and two. Right, nineteen ninety five was eleven and zero, and then lost to the team up north, and then lost the bowl game to Tennessee. So he went eleven and two in ninety five. What about the Rose? Bowl? Actually, I thought he had 96. two seasons where he had eleven wins. Yeah, they had they. I think they were eleven and one that season. I think they've had 11 regular yes, season games, right. and then their uh, 12th game was actually the bowl game, was the Rose Bowl. Um, sometimes they played 11 games a season. Sometimes they played 12. And then there's the weird 2002 when we played 14 regular season games. First if you were, to do it. If you're, uh, yeah. th- I think 13 regular season games. Yeah. That did not include a, a, a Big Ten championship game. And yeah. then they played the bowl game against Florida or Miami, excuse me. Um, Jay says it feels a lot like Cooper era, but he could be just like Harry and Lloyd and totally redeem himself next season. If the guys decide to run it back next season with Will Howard, that is the hope of a lot of people. And if you listen to some podcasts, there is a belief that a lot of these guys are going to come back. And that's why you're seeing so many people in the portal. Chris disagrees. Only time will tell. Only time will tell. Aaron, are we living in the 90s? And by the way, you're the youngest one here. 
you your memory of the 90s might be slightly different than Chris and mine, but it's not going to be as bad as was it Nick? Yeah. yeah. Nick, I'm not sure due to I was only 3. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. I remember 1993 and forward. Okay. So I remember a vast number of those years and I think in my memory, I think we only beat Michigan with Cooper once. Twice. Was he was 2-10-1. I know, two. but I mean in my conscious memory oh, of okay. watching. Because 93, I think they beat him in what, 96? Or was it 7? I forget. Either way... <laughs> Two ten and one over thirteen years is not something that I'm willing to live through again. All right, and yes, it it is very comparable. I'll be honest with you; I don't think that losing to Missouri is nearly as bad as losing to Air Force, and that has nothing to do with my affiliation with the Army. I just don't think it's that bad, uh, especially when Missouri's number nine. What were we in the Holiday Bowl against Air Force? Missouri was an overrated number nine, though. Liberty Bowl. Okay, Liberty Bowl. Either way, I I mean, we can say Missouri's overrated, but the fact that they were ninth, we were seventh, and they beat us, what's that say about us? Exactly. So, I mean, the Big Ten is – Dwell on that for a minute. uh, Well, I'm trying not to because I'll I'll hijack the show for sure if I do that. But the point is, is it sure seems like it. All right, we're what, one and three now against Michigan. We haven't won a Big Ten title, and we've not won a bowl game in a few years. So that's a problem. Hey, hey guys, let's go back to what we said at the beginning. Ryan Day has three jobs. What are they? Yeah. Beat Michigan, win the Big Ten, win a national championship. And the recruiting is all there, and we're beating and stomping on the Big Ten like we usually do. And then it's time to go in front of the national stage and guys crap their pants. They don't perform. They get hurt. They don't, it just, it's, you know, the coaching is bad, whatever you want to say. Sounds, it's, it's sounds really, a whole lot like Coop. Exactly. And so Except to answer that. your question, Eric, yes, <clears throat> we are experiencing the 1990s all over again. Same talent. And somebody asked a good question. You're right. He won't get two ten and one because we don't allow ties anymore. And honestly, I don't think that he'll be here long enough for ten years worth of losses. Uh, but somebody earlier asked a good question: With this roster, who would be a better coach, Cooper or Day? Yeah, it was uh, it was our new friend. Uh, yeah. There was a great question, Demetrius. Uh, Demetrius. But here it is. Here it is. I'll answer that for you. And it's going to be day, and I'll tell you why. Because Cooper didn't coach a spread. Spread did not exist in the 90s, okay? Now, if you took those rosters from the 90s and plugged them into day's offense, I think that we have a killer team still. Imagine imagine Stanley Jackson. Look, he wasn't accurate. He wasn't super accurate. Neither was JT Barrett, but he won a lot of games. Michael Wiley with that speed. Some of those offensive lines that we had, LaCharles Bentley, Orlando, Orlando Pace, Pace, bro, Corey Stringer, put those guys into this offense, man, and it's a whole different situation we're talking about. I don't think that this roster could get plugged into a power eye and be successful. Not with this offensive line. 
but not with any of the players. They're not, they are yeah. not tough. They're not, they're not tough. It is a whole different breed of athlete. Everybody wants to be a track star, but none of them run track. They want to be super fast, but none of them are football you, players. You know, it, it, it kind of points out, Aaron, exactly what, you know, we got on Lou Holtz about saying we were soft. He's right. We got right. on we got on hairball about saying that Ryan Day was born on third base. Guess what? He was. He's right. What that's why I was saying Urban Meyer went out and recruited the, the the killers in the country. He locked down the borders. Nobody top ranked from Ohio left this state when Urban and Jim Tressel were here. That was a rare occurrence. It's happening with regularity now. I understand the importance of recruiting Texas and Florida and California, but good God, you got talent right in your backyard. Go get it. Why would you let those guys that get this rivalry and understand the importance of your mission as a university on the football field, why would you let them leave? Stupid. This is a true statement. Ryan Day's offense requires an NFL caliber quarterback. Cooper's never Cooper never had that. Right. That's true. Well, the game has changed too. You had to have NFL caliber running backs in the 90s. Then the running back position isn't quite as important. And you can see that by the recruiting in the wide receiver room right now. Yeah, but this is a, never changed is the offensive line. The need for oh, an NFL quality of the offensive line. Hey, people that's all, never changed. And that's what all, we don't have. Absolutely. All season long, every week, what do I talk about? What is the most important spot? The trenches. We don't have that. Uh, Demetrius says, great answer, uh, Aaron. I actually didn't consider the different eras as far as styles. So, uh, Aaron Brown bringing the, bringing the knowledge. Uh, I gotta, I gotta uh, jump on this. I was hoping McCord would be like Jermaine after the Notre Dame comeback win. I was wrong. I, I actually, that was my comparison as well. I believe that. Yeah. I yeah. thought McCord could be that. And you know what? Who's to say he couldn't have been with another year of development? <laughs> That's why it was so disappointing when he left, because I thought to myself, you're you're passing out. You're you're passing on the opportunity to do something great. And why? Because you're afraid to compete. Yes. You know, that's that's what's that was what was really disappointing about McCord is that he showed us his true colors and his unwillingness to compete uh, once again, for the starting job, an alpha dog would say, I don't care who you bring in. I'm going to win the job. This is my team. I call those killers. Yeah. We don't have any. But that wasn't his that wasn't his approach. Um, Scott Wortman, I am in I am in the subtext. Do you have a website or Patreon? We have a website. It needs updated. We are going to do that. The, our website is going to get a major makeover here very shortly in the winter months. That is a part of our 2024 to-do list. Um, and the website is going to grow and include a lot of cool things that I think you all are going to really enjoy, not just links to our different um, uh, social media accounts and videos. Um, hey, hey, Eric, real quick. Jay, just so you know, buddy, I think you're right. Because we've talked about it before. I think it was Marv that made Kyle the, the recruit he was. Mm -hmm. It was. That, that guy did not have the talent to be a four-star, five-star recruit without Marvin Harrison. 
No. Bobby, no way. Why would he want to come here and be underdeveloped? He'll stay in the SEC. I, I, I have zero confidence right now in our offensive line coaching. I really liked Justin Fry when he hired. I thought it was a great hire, and it has failed. It has been a complete failure in the last two seasons. Again, that performance was just unforgivable. In I, my I mind. truly believe every every player in that room has actually gone backwards. <clears throat> every single one. Yeah. Uh, I have to go. I'm going to go throw up thinking about this coaching staff, and I'll, I'll wait for the spring game. Um, it's tough, man. Tough it out, fool. We have to. You it's tough. It. It's tough. It, it, You know, I get it. I really do. I understand um, the, you know, the feeling of that. But if that's the case, then I've got to give you this. Dude, you just love these new buttons. <laughs> that is so awesome. You want me to see that again? Want to do it again? Do it again, Aaron. Guys, All right. Old, man. Old. It's right on Aaron's face, too. Of course it is. Of course it is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What does this button do? Uh, Let me hang I don't know. call my stepson up because I don't know what I'm doing with this. Technology. <laughs> 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 oh, shoot. You're no better, Chris. <laughs> All right. Donors are not happy. Money talks and those who have it are... St- are starting to talk. Okay, let me break this down for you. Here's what took place. Like a lot of you, after the game, I jumped on to all of the different Ohio State media sites and started listening to all the post-game immediate reactions, right? One of them that I like to listen to is Doug Maurice. I think he is probably... Not, not only is he one of the longest tenured writers on the beat, I, I, I honestly think Doug has a lot of good insights and looks at the big picture of things a lot of times. Now, I don't always like a lot of the guys on the beat, and if you want to know who I think is trash, by all means, you can send me a message and I'll be happy to share with you privately. I'm not going to do it publicly because um, I don't think that's fair because a lot of them probably think – we're trash because we're not "quote unquote" media, uh, and I don't want to be. We're fans, man. I got two we're like words you guys. Well, <laughs> okay, guys. Okay, I see you. Nineteen nineties wrestling reference there. Uh, since we're talking about Back to the Future, um, but that being said, I was listening to Doug Lay Maurice. I believe it was on his show that they were taking texts. And they had current, at least two that I know of in that show, current donors text in who said they would not be giving Ohio State another dime of their money until Ryan Day was gone. Now, I saw some of the questions before, and there's there's so many um, comments that we've not even gotten to that I, I wouldn't even want to try to shuffle back through them and bring them up. But oh, one of them was about donors and their money. It doesn't NIL provide, uh, don't they provide money to NIL? Yes, donors can provide NIL money. But if you ask any athletic director who, who the big, where the big checks come from outside of the media 
uh, television rights deals, it's from donors. If you go and you look at what every new building in the athletic department that's built, it's got a donor's name attached to it. They flipped most of the money to to create that building, okay? Without donors, big money donors, athletic departments aren't nearly as rich um, as you think they are. Yeah, it's like, well, we get $80 million a year from, from our television rights. That, Like I said, that money's already spent. That money's already spent, okay? They... They depend on donors for when they fire somebody and they have a buyout, that's coming out of donors' pockets. And then they hire somebody new at X amount of million dollars, that's your donors who are flipping that bill, okay? And when donors start to chat like this, and I don't know who they were, and I don't know... I don't know if they are a big money donor or a small money donor, but they were significant enough that on Doug LaMarisa's show, they called them a donor, which meant they knew who they were. Okay? So, that being said, when donors start to say things like, I won't give another dime until... That means the people who truly make the decisions about these things are starting to let their voice be known. Chris, your thoughts? You know, I, as someone who is an alumni, as someone who what, d- donated my, my, my little donation when it, they were begging for NIL money, um, I get this. I, I truly do. Uh, and I don't even donate much when I donate, you know. Right. But we donate with our tickets every year, right? Like we it's donate a, with our tickets. That's true. We donate yeah. with our tickets every year, you know. But I, but I did, but, I did, I did send this show a donation. I can't see that, Aaron. Is that, is that like some kind of superhero thing? Yeah, it's it's uh, Thanos. It said, "Are the Browns finally good? Yes. What did it cost, Ohio State?" Oh, that's terrible. So I that's hope terrible. the Cleveland fans are happy. That's um, whatever. So whatever. Anyways, Chris, continue but, on. Yeah, no, I, I truly feel that the donors are absolutely right to feel this way. You know, Ryan Day is one of the highest paid employees in the state of Ohio. It's true. And we are not getting the result. You, you look at this, Eric. If you go to your job and your jo- your your boss says you've got three tasks every year and you consistently fail at those three tasks, is he going to keep paying you? No, I'll be fired. You know, Aaron, if you if you have that had that when you were in the military, they would have thrown your ass in the brick. <laughs> I mean, basically, UCMJ, no question. But but you know, it's it's very frustrating. And I get where they're coming from. I think they're right to say this. Absolutely. I don't think the government would agree Can with my sentiment on that. <laughs> Can we do that? I'm all Whatever in. Whatever you want. It's America, Chris. <laughs> I love it. No, I, but no, I agree with, I agree with the donors. I think it's the stand that needs to be made. Um, uh, you know what? Because I think that y- you got that right, Demetrius. Uh, 
it's the stand that needs to be made because I don't see the university or the athletic department real eager to make this move. I think they look at they look at the win loss record and just assume that everybody's going to be okay with things, or they're worried about who are we going to get to replace them. And, and Aaron, I'm not going to throw you under the bus here so much, but it's actually a little bit of a it, it's a little bit of props here for you. Someone had asked me, who would we get to coach him if, if we get rid of Day? My God, we could put Aaron out there. He, he could do as good a job as what Ryan Day is doing very seriously. I mean, he goes out there, he whoops up on the, the chumps. And, and, you know, when it comes time to, to actually coach, I think Aaron would do a better job than Ryan Day. I truly do. Boy. Boy, you just lost a lot of a lot, a lot of people are like, oh, I don't know about that one. No, got, Ryan Day's entire career has been beating up chumps and losing to the teams that count. I could handle that's, that. That's the whole basis of his his career. <laughs> I think you could take a good high school coach and it could get you the same results that Ryan Day's getting you. Uh, no, no, absolutely, Eric. I, no. I guarantee it. Absolutely. You're 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 speaking from emotion right now. You're you're talking right. I'm speaking from emotion. I'm emotional because this moron keeps going out and losing games, and he should be winning. All right, all right. Here's my next. You all know what I think about next man up. I think it's the dumbest thing. Is I have found the second next coach up. No, I have shut up. I have found, I have found the next dumbest cliche in sports, and that is we broke. This school and we broke that school. That is so stupid. A Michigan fan tried to tell me we broke you. I'm like, well, then who broke you for the last 20 years? It's dumb. That is dumb. It's just so stupid to say we broke something. We went out there and we 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 broke we we no get out of here with that. Did we? Did we not break? I was going to say, didn't we break Miami, Florida? No. No, Miami. Rutgers. They haven't been right for 20 years. That was Rutgers that broke Miami. No, they're the re- most recent to do it. <laughs> Might need another co host. Aaron is going to put his resume in for consideration. <laughs> he is the He's alpha. Got, He's got my vote versus the other guy. All right, Aaron, Aaron you're up next. What am the I donor. answering at this point? The donors. <laughs> No, seriously, in all in all in all consideration, isn't this really the first step in replacing a coach when yeah. donors make the phone call to the athletic director and say, "Not getting any more of my money." Gene Smith dials up uh, the next millionaire on his list of donor sheets and says, "Hey, we need two point five million from you this year." And he says, "I'm not giving you another dime until Ryan Day's fired." Except yeah, Gene Smith's not going to do that because he's out. Well, I think that the timing, Larry, you're just you're just prodding me now. You're just prodding me. I'm not going to talk anymore about breaking and thing. The only thing that's broken right now is Chris's sanity. Yes. Anyways, uh, go ahead, Aaron. <laughs> I yeah, I, the timing is impeccable with Gene Smith being out. You know, having a replacement. Ryan Day has one season left. And then that new AD will hire his guy in there. And hopefully it's a killer like Urban Meyer. But to answer your question, yeah, it 
the donors are a big part of that decision because are they going to pay the, you know, the, 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 the buyout in the, in the contract? Uh, furthermore, are they going to help continue to fund the program afterward? Uh, Texas A&M has a lot of oil money, so that's how they tend to do things there. We don't have that. We just have a very large donor I guess base, if you will. Columbus has got a lot of fast food money. <laughs> Dave Thomas, baby. Say, it doesn't hurt to have Wendy's in your backyard, does it? White Castles. <laughs> White Castle, yeah. That one just hurts anyway. Uh, uh, I want to say Kane. I want to say Canes, Buffalo Wild Wings, Canes, yeah, uh, Roosters. These are all Ohio-based companies, I believe. Um. Yeah. Okay. Gene Smith steers the money towards the athletic department, not NIL. True. That's Correct. a true statement. Yeah. True statement. Yep. NIL is completely separate. Yep. Intel is coming to save the Buckeyes. <laughs> it's also coming to destroy my property uh, taxes, my man. Um, Holy smokes. Hey, um, that, yeah. that comment about hairball breaking day. Yeah, this that, one. That Yeah, that, that's not only true, Eric, but. Shut just up. to throw another cliche out there for you, uh, Hairball is living rent-free in Dave's head. Oh, gosh. He lives rent-free in our heads. The amount of time we spend talking about all the – Hey, the only thing that does. gives me solace is if he wins a national title this year, it's going to end up getting vacated anyhow, so it doesn't matter. That's – living rent-free in someone's head. Again, that is the dumbest thing. You don't like – You're going – you're going to talk about – when you run an Ohio State podcast, you're going to talk about the team up north. That's not living rent-free in someone's head. That's called being a freaking rival. That's so oh, dumb. He's so mad. Do you think so, – so, no, no, hold on. So every stupid right every stupid maize and blue podcast that talks about Ohio State right now, Ryan Day's living rent-free in your head. That, no, they – that's yeah. so stupid. Dumb. <laughs> Just dumb. <laughs> uh, now, I agree with this comment. Sometimes it feels like Ryan cares more about not hurting people's feelings than what it needs to do, what he needs to do to win. Well, that's Aaron, before the show started. What did I say before the show started? I'm glad somebody else sees it. I'm tired of the nice guy act. It's time to kill things. Was Kobe Bryant a nice guy? Was Michael Jordan a nice guy? Was no. Urban? No. Did we just Michael freeze on Urban? Nice he, none of them are nice. Nick Saban is not a nice person. No. He's, he's an awful SOB, he, but he's the best coach in the game. That's, that's it. I'm not saying that he's a terrible father or, or husband or any of those things. I'm saying when it comes to this sport, he is not a nice guy. I mean, the man benched a, a potential Heisman Trophy winner in the middle of an SEC championship game. He does what it takes <laughs> you know, to win. He doesn't exactly care about feelings. It is time to exactly. win games. There is toughness involved. You have to be tough to play at Alabama. Everybody else transfers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, these comments are hilarious, you guys. You guys are fantastic. I love it. Well, let's wrap this thing up. <clears throat> what again? Okay, here we go. 
I love what Michigan has done to Ohio State football and their fan base. You're right. What, what have you done to what have you we've always been this loud, obnoxious fan base, whether we've won or lost. What have you really done? First of all, Rick Ratatouille. You've won three <laughs> games. Three. Settle down. Go back well, to the not, Eric, they, they've won four in two decades. Whatever, dude. Uh, I thought we got Wendy's and White Castles in that. We did. We did. Yeah. Yeah, we did. I don't think we mentioned the White Castle. Yeah, we, I, 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 said, I said. Trust me, I mentioned the home of the slider, man. <laughs> slides right in and it slides right out. That's all I'm going to say. No. <laughs> I, I, love, I love how Michigan fans right now are just so, so up in our business. They're enjoying this so much. And do they not realize tomorrow that they've got Bama on the horizon? <laughs> they're like, going to find out. You're like, oh, yeah. And, they, and you know what they're going to say. But we beat you three years in a row. Like, yeah, we know. We, we watch the games. You're right. Like, okay. What do you What do you want us to do? Like, we've we've made peace with it. Have you? <laughs> my gosh. I just I just can't I can't handle it, man. Uh, oh, there you go, Frank. We missed one. Skyline I, Chili. I can't money to Columbus. I can't stand Skyline. Ugh. You're crazy, girl. They're, they're so, paying all those UC good. stars down there. Behind the woodshed. Demetrius is starting early on his on his uh, New Year's Eve celebration. King Cobras. Good Lord, have you no standards? <laughs> there we go. There we go. Not Baps Blue Ribbon. There we go. There we go. That's right. Oh my gosh, you guys are great tonight. Lou Holtz proved to be a prophet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me know when he's a ghost. I, I try to kill Ryan Gay. Wow. He's not very tough. I, I try to kill him. Did, did you catch Aaron's comment there, Eric? <laughs> he's basically wishing for the death of the I didn't line. wish for anybody. He says, yeah, let I me said, know when he's a ghost. Yeah, that's all I said. Oh, my gosh. Skyline is like vomit on hot dogs. How do you know what that tastes like, Jay? He was because in the was Army. He probably in a hot dog Actually, while right. trying to watch that game the other anybody night. Anybody here tried an MRE before? There you Here you go. go. Here you go, Jay. Yes. <laughs> uh, MREs are good, though. Oh, uh, shoot. All right, guys. We're going to have another video. We're going to have a couple more videos for you guys this week. We're going to talk about the Hensman issue. We're going to talk about uh, the quarterback issue. We're going to talk about coaching staff. There was a there was a question on here. Which um, assistant coaches do you think need to be let go? Well, I tell you right now, Corey Dennis, um, Parker Fleming, Parker Fleming um, Justin, Fry. Justin Fry, and I can I can even possibly we need to have a Larry Larry Johnson discussion. Although the defensive line played fantastic in that football game, but Larry Johnson. How many more years? What's the plan? If he's not going to retire, let's have a plan in place. Fair enough? I think we need to do that. Uh, you need James Laurinaitis to be the full-time linebackers coach. Yes. And you need to bring in a quarterback coach, in my opinion, you, who can call plays and take that away from Ryan Day. I heard 
the Missouri coach say the best decision he made was getting someone to call plays and make to where he could be more of the CEO of the program and stop worrying so much about being the offensive coordinator and how it that changed that team overnight. Ryan Day, if it's his ego that's keeping him from doing that, and if 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 Brian Hartline's not ready to call plays, then what again? What were you doing all year this year? We we don't know if he's ready because he's not been given the opportunity. That's true. That's true. Maybe try. maybe it can't it can't be any worse than what we just saw in the Cotton Bowl. Three I'm sorry. Points. Three yeah. points. When was the last time we only scored three points? <laughs> Demetrius. Wow. That might be the comment of the day. Skyline is basically prison food. Don't ask how I know. <laughs> Uh, Jay says, thank you, Eric. Uh, go read my list, to-do list. You're spot on about the QB coach co-coordinator. Uh, yeah, Jay posted – I'm sorry, Jay, I didn't read, read, read your list yet. So if we're, th- we're on the same wavelength, then that's just awesome. That just means we're thinking the same thing. But it's on our Facebook fan page is where you will find that. Uh, Jay, I might grab that and repost it on other places just so other people can read it because I'm sure it's good stuff. So, all right, guys, we're, we've, we're going into overtime. Have a good new year, everybody. Make sure you come back to our page and watch our videos this week. We're going to be talking a lot of, about the fallout is what we're going to call it, the fallout of the Cotton Bowl. A lot of things going on with there. We'll be breaking down. Aaron and I are going to be breaking down some more of these uh, scouting videos for you guys on the recruits that are coming in for 2024 we got great numbers on those so be on the lookout for that as well and there are going to be some big changes here at the podcast moving into 2024 so make sure you guys keep your ear to all of our social media accounts on twitter facebook etc our youtube channel we do go live again every sunday night at eight o'clock eastern frank says happy new year guys happy new year to you frank we'll have you on as a guest here in the off season i'll get with you i'll bring you on as a guest again we'll talk buckeye football with you frank that's on our to-do list we do have some former buckeyes scheduled as a possible future uh, guest on Sunday night and plus very soon hopefully hoping to to break this out in February or March we are going to start our live call-in show uh, I got a brand new soundboard uh, and we're going to be creating a line and we're going to have a phone number and you can call in just like you you would for a, a radio program and you can let your voice be heard we haven't determined what day we're going to do that during the week but it will be on a weeknight most likely we're going to keep the sunday night show kind of what are what we've been doing with guests and topics and discussion in the chat chris go for it you got somebody does that mean does that mean that the fans will get a call in and yell at aaron the same way we do yes or That's me awesome they can yell at me and i can yell back at them and i have the power to mute you got you. the button and he can put stupid emojis on the screen. And then throw up at your comment. Flipping awesome, by the way. <laughs> Give him one more, Eric. Give him one more. Oh, uh, uh, I think we're good for now. No, Maybe we'll... dump one more on Aaron. Come on. This feels oh, like Nickelodeon we... light. <laughs> it's like the Nickelodeon football. You ever watch the football ones? Yes. Or... Yeah. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Here you go, Aaron. This one's for you. This is there you go, Aaron. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've killed my mic. Yeah, there you go. Oh, those are all for Aaron. This is this is here we go. When when I mute somebody. <laughs>
<laughs> Your comment was dumb. Muted. Boop. <laughs> or uh, this is still the best. I'm sorry. That's the best. <laughs> This show went completely off the rails. Demetrius says, don't let me call in. Hey, man, as long as you keep it family friendly and you keep the swear words to an absolute minimum, you'll be fine, my man. You'll be fine. Guys, this has been a lot of lot of fun. We'll be back next Sunday night with our annual Buckeye Awards. I know that doesn't feel right at this moment based off what happened, but we did win 11 games this season. There was a lot of good performances and we're going to come back and reward those guys with those performances. So next Sunday night, we will have our Buckeye awards be checked, be checking out on our social media pages. We might have you vote on some of them. If we can't come to a consensus as a, as a show, we'll throw it out to you guys and let you vote on those awards, but we'll be releasing those awards next Sunday night. Uh, Guys, anything else? Nothing. Nothing for me. How many days is it until the spring game, Eric? <laughs> Probably 120. Something okay, like that. We'll go with you, that. Usually in April, maybe somewhere around 100 and some. Yeah, I'm, I'm just looking forward to it. Because by God, I just got to get the taste out of my mouth from this last one. <laughs> Any of you live in Columbus, you want to go on the 13th to a hockey game with us? I got some free tickets. Send me a message if you want to go to the hockey game with us uh, on the 13th, January 13th. I got a couple left. So uh, message me if you'd like to meet up with us. All three of us are going to be here with some of our kids and family and and loved ones. And we've got friends from the Boiler Express podcast. Dylan Coons coming in. Chris is coming in from the Boiler Express podcast. They're coming all the way from Indiana to be with us that night and hang out. It's going to be a lot of fun. So if you want to become and be a part of that, let me know. Um, As always, be kind to one another. I owe someone's OH and sing Carmen Ohio with all your heart. Till next time, OH. I owe. I owe. Go Bucks.